How Do I Book? Welcome to How Do I Book by Wildling Press. We like to chat about book writing, book publishing, book marketing, and of course, book reading. We're trying to help new and experienced authors develop their craft, widen their perspectives, and learn to get a little wild every once in a while. I'm Christina. I'm Grace. I'm Mary Payton. And today we're going to talk about how we pick Wildling books to publish under Wildling Press. Woohoo! Yeah. I'm so excited <laughs> to talk about this. I really am too, because this is probably like the most interesting. I mean, wow. Publishing books is extremely interesting. Yes. But this is one of the most interesting things yeah. I think that we do. And I think probably authors are curious about it. Just like, yes. you know, how do they make these decisions? Why yeah. do they make these decisions? <laughs> yeah. So... Grace, will you do me a favor and like talk a little bit about what we mean when we say that we accept unsolicited manuscript submissions? Yes, I would love to. So what that means is uh, at Wildling, we do not require that authors come to us with a literary agent. So, you know, we accept... A solicitor. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so we accept manuscripts just from any author, um, all you have to do is submit it to us um, digitally through our website. And I understand that that was a little bit of a repetitive thing to say, to say digitally through our website. <laughs> but I just really want to drive the point home that we do not accept hard copy manuscripts. Correct. Ain't that the truth? It's way too much paper. There, Yeah, there's not enough trees for people to be sending us 400 page manuscripts. Print. Exactly. And with the book printing that we do, we just have to like balance that out a little bit, <laughs> please. But that's a subject for another episode. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So because we accept unsolicited book submissions, like so a literary agent kind of like acts as this like middle person mm -hmm. who's like, this book is good. And I'm going to tell another person in the industry that this book is good enough for them to publish. Right. So publishers who accept only agented submissions, the quality of what they receive is like, uh, you know, very specifically catered to their mission statement and um, usually in pretty good shape. But because we accept unsolicited book submissions, we get anything anyone wants to send to us. Sometimes it's not even like a book, you know, mm. sometimes it's like a page and it's like, I don't know what to do with this. Yeah. So we get a lot of different kinds of submissions, but we're looking for a more specific kind of book. And I think where we start a lot of the time is with our mission statement. Mary Payton, do you want to talk a little bit about our mission statement and like how that affects the kind of books we're looking for? Yeah, absolutely. So we don't really have any restrictions as far as genre. We want to keep it open genre wise, but our mission statement is about the types of voices, the types of authors and the types of stories that we specifically want to be publishing. So our mission statement, I'll just read it so I don't mess it up at all. Um, <laughs> Wildling Press specifically wants to uplift marginalized voices and help debut authors learn about indie publishing. So those are kind of our two main pillars of our mission statement, uplifting marginalized voices, those who have a harder time being able to tell their stories 
um, especially through the world of publishing. And then also new authors, debut authors who have that same trouble trying to break into the publishing industry. Um, and we have some programs that also specifically, you know, really teach debut authors about the process and how to empower themselves so that they get to tell their story the way that they want to when they're publishing their book. Because we have like this educational publishing track and our traditional publishing track, it's when we're looking at our manuscript submissions, we're not just like, is this book going to work for us? It's more of like, how can we, like, what can we do for this book, you know? Mm -hmm. And so like, we require that all of our books meet our mission statement, um, like the ones we publish traditionally and the ones we publish through our emerging authors program, like they need to meet the mission statement. And even for authors who aren't submitting their books to Wildling, like you don't have to, if you're listening to this podcast, you actually don't have to publish with us. Um, but this is just kind of like a good look inside like how independent publishers in general approach this. And so whatever that publisher's mission statement is, like that is what they're looking for. Like, duh, that's why they wrote the mission statement. Yeah. Some other small presses might only publish like queer voices, queer characters, queer authors. And you have to, like, recognize that. If you're considering submitting to them and you're you're not a queer author, your book doesn't feature queer characters, they're, you're wasting their time, right? Because that's mm -hmm. not what they're looking for when they're going through their slush pile. And your own time, too. Especially yeah, if, right. you're, if you're, you know, if you're really trying to get your book published, a lot of times you're going to have to query or send to a lot of indie publishers to find exactly the right one for you and... Um, to make sure that your book is the right one for them. So that's that's going to be a big waste of your time if you have a lot of publishers on your list that are not going to be able to accept your book anyway. Exactly. I mean, blindly querying publishers and trying to get your manuscript out there is obviously not the best way to go about things. Um, so a really good first step for an author would be to literally just like look at the publisher's website and look at the books that they've been publishing if they have a book list. Yeah. Just see if you feel like your book would be a good fit for them because the other th the other side of it is like you want to be comfortable and happy with the per the the company publishing your book. And so you want to feel comfortable and you want to make sure that that's a good relationship as well. So learning about these different companies and figuring out you know, how you feel like you as an author fit in with them as a publisher is going to be really, really important because it is publishing a book is an arduous and long process. And it's super fun. But there are definitely ups and downs and you have to be able to really like stick with it the whole time. So yeah, so you know, just do your research. Yeah, <laughs> that it. might sound super obvious and like <laughs> uh, slightly condescending, but it just we just have to say it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's it's kind of like how if you're looking for a job, you shouldn't send the same exact cover letter to like every single person you're applying to. And yeah. some jobs you're not qualified for. It's <laughs> kind of like the same mentality. You know, there are certainly programs um, for finding a job where you can just sort of put your resume in and send it out to a million different positions. And oh, maybe... that LinkedIn easy apply. Right, right. <laughs> Technically, it could work, but you know, you could definitely miss out an opportunity to really focus your energy into that one position or those couple of positions. Yeah, and try to make like an authentic connection. Right, mm -hmm. that really would feel good for you and for your book. Let's start at the very beginning. Mm. A very a great good place, place to, to start. start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't not quote The Sound of Music when it goes through my head. 
the submission process, manuscript submission process starts with like our intake, right? So on our website, which is linked in the show notes, we have submission forms for like a couple different things. We have our general manuscript submission form. We have our emerging authors application form. And then we also have like a, our like self-publishing a la carte services, like quote request form. For the purpose of this, I think we'll talk mostly about people who are just submitting their manuscript to us regularly, mm-hmm. just regular. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Authors submit their manuscripts through our website and there's like a whole form that asks questions that are important to us. And I think that that's something that authors who are submitting to us don't always realize that we are asking these questions because the answers aren't meaningful to us. Because, you know, from time to time we see an author who maybe like feels like they don't need to answer one of the questions or answer it authentically. Mm -hmm. And the way that people answer these questions says a lot to us about them. For example, just like as like the basest example, we ask for our submitting authors to tell us which pronouns they would like for us to use. And every once in a while, there's a response that makes it clear that the author doesn't, the submitting author like doesn't respect that question. Mm-hmm. And like, wow, that's a red flag. We don't we don't want to work with you anymore right. if you don't respect that question. Yeah. Yeah. It shows um, the kind of partner that we're looking for because we are partnering with these authors to make these stories And so if if it's clear that an author doesn't trust what we're asking or what we're looking for from the beginning, um, you know, you can, of course, answer that you're unsure, that you need more information. But we also want to see that you've if it's something you're not sure about that maybe you've thought about it. Yeah, I think a great example of that is where we ask our authors to tell us just like what they have so far for their marketing plan. Like, what are you Mm -hmm. thinking about to market your book? Mm -hmm. And in order for us to make a traditional offer to publish a book traditionally, the author has to have a pretty good marketing plan. Um, But that's like a really daunting marketing. A book is like a nightmare. (laughs) Like that's (laughs) what I do for Wildling. Yeah, it's It's like so much. Nightmare was a really strong word. And wow, we're going to do like so many episodes about it. So don't even worry. But (laughs) a lot of authors don't know where to start. And that's like why they're coming to an independent press to get that kind of guidance. So like there's a difference between answering what's your marketing plan with that's the publisher's job Mm. or I'm not sure and I could really use some guidance those are two different totally different answers that both are IDK bro is like the bottom line of what they're saying but like one of those authors we don't want to work with right right Right. yeah I guess it's just the attitude yeah you can pick up so much from those answers like just general yeah attitude and like willingness to I don't know, think about it, you know, because I think a lot of times people are so like we said, they want to get their manuscript out there. So they're trying to like do things quickly. And and obviously this uh, querying your manuscript takes time. And we understand that. But really just like taking a moment to to respond thoughtfully to these questions can make the biggest difference. Yeah. We want authors who act intentionally. Yeah. And so and like it also just if we ask what's your marketing plan and you say that's the publisher's job, then obviously you as the author and we as the publisher have a different idea of what publishing should look like. And we're probably not going to be a good fit. Right. If we are asking the question that you don't think you should be asked. Right. Yeah. So like maybe yeah. don't submit to us. Yeah. Um, we don't want to be gatekeeping at all. Like no. with, I feel like some of this language might sound gatekeepy and it's like, wow, that's the opposite of us because we accept unsolicited manuscripts. Exactly. We want everyone to submit to us, but we want the people who are looking to work with us to have an understanding of what it's like to work with an independent press and the kinds of things that we expect. So 
you know, if we ask you a question, that's because the answer is important. Yeah. yeah. We, as a small press, we also want to be as transparent as possible with mm. our authors from the yes. get-go. And these questions are... They do a lot of things. And one of the things that they do is to let them know sort of what we expect of our authors from the beginning in a very basic way. But by asking, what's your marketing plan? What do you what have you already thought about as far as your marketing plan is concerned? We want to let them know that that will be part of the partnership that we have with them, even if they don't necessarily know everything right now. Mm-hmm. We want to know that they've at least that they understand that that's part of the process. Yeah, yeah. we don't expect authors to know everything right now or else what what are we doing? You know? Right, right. <laughs> We're here to help. We need you to have some questions. And I think on our website, it does just say like, you know, what is your marketing plan or, or even just marketing plan? And mm. I do see how that could feel a little bit intimidating because <laughs> it feels like you have to like have everything right away. But mm. that's not the case. You, you just, just the most basic idea. Yeah, on our website, um, there next to where we asked for a marketing plan on our submission form, there's like one of those little question marks next to it. And if you hover over it, oh. it says, don't think about it too much. Just jot your first ideas and feel free to attach in a separate document. <laughs> Okay, great. Yeah, so when an author completes that form and submits it, that gets sent to somebody. At Wildling, that gets sent to this girl right here. That gets sent to my inbox. At some bigger companies, there might be like an editor or an intern whose sole responsibility it is to like process these things. But not here. Not here. No, it's just me. (laughs) (laughs) When we get your submission, it goes into our little Google Sheets, wow. We love a spreadsheet here at Wildlink Press. Mm. And that's how we keep y'all organized. That's how we make sure we have the information we need from you. You probably won't hear from our submissions editor, (laughs) me, unless they have a question about your submission. So if you're submitting, you might not hear an individual person be like, wow, we got your submission. Congratulations. And and we're going to look at it. And this is an individual response for you. Because... Publishers get so many submissions that they don't have time for that. But if there's some kind of an issue with your submission, someone will reach out to you. Like, we've had weird website snafus where it's like, oh, the manuscript didn't, like, upload correctly. And it's like, obviously, that's just an error. And, like, can I, can you please send me your manuscript? Because I need to right. read it, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so they'll reach out if there's any kind of issue or, like, clarification. Yeah. And it may take some time for you to receive a response uh, just because, you know, As we mentioned at the top of the episode, we do not require a literary agent and we sort of have an open door policy um, for manuscript submissions. So that means that we get many, many of them. And, um, you know, we we really want to make sure that we're giving each manuscript the time uh, and the energy to make a uh, an accurate decision about it. So we read manuscripts on a first come first served basis. So it just kind of becomes a queue and we will get to you and we will respond to you once we've made it to your manuscript in the queue. Have you ever thought about the fact that the word queue has four silent letters in it? It's 80% silent letters. I think about that every day of my life. <laughs> I was I was just going to say I think about that entirely too much. Yes. What the, I think what about it way more on? than I use the word. That's for yeah, sure. for yeah. sure. I don't say Q a lot. We're not in Britain. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so speaking of the Q, um, mm-hmm. when your manuscript is ready to be read, a Wildling and at a lot of publishing companies, they want to send it to a reader who is specifically trained to review your manuscript one, but also has a specialty in your genre. So the first thing, the first thing you said, you mean like 
we're like critical readers, we're editors, like we know how to like, okay. And then the second one is like specialty in that specific genre. Yes. Gotcha, gotcha. So if a reader specifically works with children's books, we're not going to send them historical fiction, adult fiction um, to read because they're going to have very different feelings about it outside of the scope of. They're going to be like, this book is too long. (laughs) There's too much history in it. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Not even one picture. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So obviously that's, that's really important too. We want to make sure that the reader is someone who um, knows not only whether this book would be a good fit for Wildling, but also how we can develop that book and what we can offer to it. Yeah, exactly. And we're also thinking about, There's so many things that we think about when we're making these decisions. We look at your submission materials. We like to make sure that you have a grasp on what you've written, Um, you know, that the author understands what they have written. Uh, Going back to an example I used earlier, if they call it queer literature and it's like not, you know, um, it's like, oh, I shoehorned in a queer character uh, who doesn't have any dialogue so that I can call this a queer book. We look at just like the language you use in your submission is like so important to us. I know we've said that already, but like we really look at that. So, I mean, at the very beginning, we are like, is there something that makes this submission like an automatic reject from us? Is Mm -hmm. it is it dangerous? That's like what gets an automatic reject from us. Is there homophobia? Is there sexism? Um, Is it telling dangerous narratives like that, like automatically reject? Or if someone answers one of our submission questions just really rudely... I'm sorry, I don't want to work with you. So (laughs) automatically reject. And then, yeah, just trying to figure out where the book fits into Wildling's mission statement or whatever small press you're you're, uh, submitting to. They'll try to figure out how your book fits into their bookshelf and the larger trends of books at the time. You know, are people reading these books? If you've written a fantasy romance, I got some great news. That is all people seem to want to read these days. So, <laughs> so yes. true. at least on TikTok, that's very accurate. Yeah, apparently it's the only book genre that people are producing right now because it is everywhere. It is so much fun, though. It's extremely fun. Yeah, it's extremely fun. It's also so much fun to edit, I will say. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, spicy. Got some very spicy. spicy. Scenes up in there. <laughs> yes. Your reader will start by like eyeballing selections of your book to get an idea of like, Uh, your writing skill level and your subject matter. And if they start thinking to themselves, like this could be a pretty good contender for us, then they'll read it in depth. Um, A lot of the time we'll read the entire manuscript or if it's like over a thousand, wait, 100,000. I'm I'm a languager, not a worder. Wait. (laughs) Are you a languager though? Scratch that. Strike that from the record. (laughs) But how do you Uh, feel about numbers? That's the question. (laughs) If the submission is like very long, we might read like much of the beginning, much of the middle, much of the end and skip around from section to section. But generally, we like to read the whole thing to make sure that we understand what the book is doing. Mm-hmm. And then we'll kind of decide, should we make a traditional offer? Does this, Is this really incredible writing, a really awesome seeming author who has written a book that meets our mission statement? Is this an author who maybe needs some more guidance in the industry that would be good for our educational track? Or is this book just, you know, kind of not for us, in which case we'll offer to help them self-publish if that's an avenue they decide to go with. Yeah. But whatever we do, we do it as a crew. It's a great segue for (laughs) for Grace to talk about uh, the next step. (laughs) 
That was so beautiful. I just want to take a moment to just really <laughs> just soak that in. Yes, team decision. We all kind of come together and chat about uh, submissions. Uh, we have kind of a lead acquisitions editor for each submission who's kind of in charge of... Wait, hold on one second. So we're, we've been talking about readers, right? Mm-hmm. Is that going to be different from the acquisitions editor or... Oh, that's a great note, Grace, is that... We've been using the word reader, but um, we're talking about acquisitions editors. Some companies will have readers who are not acquisitions editors. They don't do the actual acquiring. They don't make offers or decisions, but they'll read and recommend or recommend against a book. At Wildling, readers and acquisitions editors are the same. Yes. That's a very great point. Thank you, Grace. Thank you so much for answering that question so beautifully and succinctly, Christina. <laughs> exactly. So we have a kind of different members of Wildling working as acquisitions editors and taking the lead on each manuscript that we receive based on all of those things that Mary Payton listed. And then we'll we'll have a meeting, we'll have an acquisitions meeting and come together and sort of pitch these different books to each other. And that's really fun to be able to chat about it. And then we will make a group decision about uh, the different track that we think each manuscript should go down. As Christina mentioned, we have our Emerging Authors Program, which is our educational program. We have traditional publishing and then a la carte services and packaging for those authors that we recommend self-publication for. Mm -hmm. And that part is really fun because some of those decisions are easy to make as a team. Sometimes it's really obvious and sometimes it's really hard to make those decisions. Sometimes, yeah. you know, a couple of us disagree and, you know, we do, we certainly do our best to be a team when we're deciding to, you know, make a decision about a submission. But sometimes we really have to talk it out and figure out, is this really a book that we can make a difference for? Is this an author that we can we For can and with, for? you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then from there, we, I mean, we'll make an offer to an author. We'll be like, this is what we can offer to you. And like, do you want to hear more pretty much? And I do also think that um, sometimes authors, if they haven't heard back from us for a while, they think that maybe we're just never going to say anything back to them. But you will hear back from us no matter what. For sure. So we will send you an offer. If it's been a while and you think that we just like wrote you off and we're like not, not going to respond, we will always respond. But it's important to note that not all publishers have that rule. That is true. They'll probably say on their website, like, if you don't hear from us, that's a no or something like that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we we really value, at least for now, with the volume of submissions we're getting right now, we value responding to everyone who submits to us. Um, But who knows? Maybe someday we will be just so overwhelmed with submissions that there's nothing we can do to stay on top of it. And if that's the case, we will update our website accordingly. Exactly. And probably hire a couple interns to help us with that at a living wage. (laughs) (laughs) Got to add that in there. Yeah, that's kind of how we pick books here at Wildling. And it's a process that while other companies probably don't do it exactly the same, it probably follows a very similar series of steps. Um, Is there anything that we forgot to mention or any kind of like last tips that y'all wanted to offer before we wrap it up? Just a shameless plug to ask these lovely authors listening to us to submit their manuscripts. Yeah, our link's in the show notes. Um, I'll link directly to our submission page so that y'all can submit. Please submit. And that's how you book. This episode was written by Christina Kahn. And oh my God, would you look at that? It was edited by Christina Kahn. 
logo was designed by Michael Hardison and the music was produced by Jason Hilton.